What makes Frontier Toyota so awesome? They make it so easy. They treat people right. They're straightforward. Frontier Toyota is also the proud recipient of Toyota's President's Cabinet Award, one of only 12 dealerships in the nation to win the award. It's our customers. Because at Frontier Toyota, it's about you! Come in or buy online at FrontierToyota.com. Frontier Toyota, Creekside Road in Valencia. Hello and welcome to the Santa Clarita Valley Signal News Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Bender. Thanks for supporting this podcast. And while you're here, please subscribe, rate, and review. This week, we have breaking news involving the stabbing death of a woman in Saugus, the latest on Henry Mayo's expansion plans, the city possibly creating its own health department, and it was a good day for the Cube. But first, we start early Thursday morning in a neighborhood just north of Grace Baptist Church. Signal reporter Caleb Lunetta covered the story. There was a lot of traffic coming out uh, on our scanners about a uh, woman being stabbed a number of times um, and then the suspect then fleeing the scene. Um, we had heard about it right around 6.45, 7 a.m. this morning. Um, and what ended up actually being uh, you know, the order of events is that that woman um, was eventually uh, transported to the hospital and died uh, from the stabbings, uh, you know, the multiple wounds uh, that she suffered. Um, currently, right now, the primary suspect uh, is her ex-husband, a man by the name of uh, James Dorsey. He's believed to be the ex-husband, like I said, of the woman that was killed. Uh, he drove down from Washington State um, well, we we at the signal had found out this morning um, after going through court documents was that they were in the middle, the midst of a divorce mm-hmm. um, that involved the custody of three children, and there was a restraining order that was involved within the divorce. Uh, all this occurred uh, in August of 2017. Or, uh, uh, 2019 i apologize um and it's been an ongoing thing and they had an upcoming court date in june according to court records where were those three kids up. how are they doing unfortunately the the three kids were inside the home they were uh, sleeping that was confirmed by homicide detectives on the scene of the crime this morning um and they were inside the home luckily they weren't hurt they're currently in the custody of Department of Child and Family Services, um, and they'll be handed off to other family members. The update, James Dorsey was arrested late Thursday night after a chase and standoff in the Gorman area. Now let's welcome The Signal's newest reporter, Kev Kurdoglian, covering all things City Hall. I first asked him for the latest on the possibility Santa Clarita could create its own health department like Pasadena and Long Beach. The city received a, a report uh, that it had requested um, in September and the report essentially found that they there is no compelling uh, reason to form a, a health a health department, and uh, the report listed a number of reasons, uh, which the city manager uh, laid out uh, to the city council during its meeting this past Tuesday. Um, essentially, the operating cost, the ongoing operating cost, is going to be in the tens of millions. Uh, the startup cost, I think, would, might be upwards of a hundred million. Um, and at the end of the day, they're not going to get the autonomy uh, that they were hoping for. And actually looking back on uh, this past year, the city manager told the city council that um, really the flexibility they would have had in terms of 
uh, the regulations that the county imposed, uh, that flexibility would have given them maybe two extra weeks of outdoor dining in Santa Clarita, uh, but everything else would have um, stayed as it was. The expansion of Henry Mayo, that was also on the table this week? Right. Um, So the city council considered a a number of uh, documents as part of this expansion uh, plan that Henry Mayo put forward. Um, And the agreement essentially uh, allows uh, the hospital to uh, build a new inpatient building uh, and a new diagnostics and treatment uh, center on what is, uh, I believe, currently parking lot D, uh, which is right next to the main hospital. Um, And this gives the hospital some flexibility to um, move some beds uh, out of the hospital uh, and have, I think, a little bit more space and and make some additional upgrades according to uh, what um, uh, the uh, hospital's foundation president shared with the city council on Tuesday. Um, They're also expanding uh, their parking structure over there on McBean Parkway. Um, So city council heard, you know, public comment, uh, which uh, generally focused on, um, you know, the need for adolescent mental health care services and um, a lot of protests from a local carpenters union demanding that uh, the city or rather, yes, the city um, imposed on on the hospital or require that the hospital use uh, union labor on the project. Um, ultimately, uh, the, the city approved um, what the Planning Commission had reviewed on several occasions uh, over the last few months uh, with the added condition that uh, whenever the hospital is considering um, paid parking uh, as, as part of uh, a uh, mitigation measure to, um, uh, to sort of regulate the, the flow of traffic on its campus, um, it would have to come back to city council uh, with a proposal uh, for their review and approval. What would be the timeline that Henry Mayo has given? Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, timeline uh, is an important question, uh, but not something that's part of this plan. Uh, the city council's approval essentially gives the hospital the opportunity to make these expansions, uh, but uh, it is up to the hospital to determine. Um, you know, when it's ready, when it has um, what it needs to to start construction. Kev, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Great insight. And uh, again, welcome to The Signal. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. Finally, let's skate over to The Signal's Emily Alvarenga, who got to check out what was the iStation Skate Center, but is now The Cube. So The Cube was awesome. It, you know, obviously the iStation has been a staple in the community. Um, Actually, just to note, the city did a study and found that it's the second most used venue in Santa Clarita ahead of libraries, ahead of parks, you know, so it's pretty up there. So they uh, obviously took it down, took it in, kind of renovated it, new paint, new ice. It looks beautiful in the city colors, you know. Had you been to the ice station before? It's paint, it's new logos, things like that. But how was it driving up to this new one? It honestly, you know, it just felt like they had revitalized a piece that was already there. I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, if you'd been there previously. but I haven't been. No, I I, I want to go. Yeah, well, actually, funny enough, the ice station had um, a big broken window for a while, quite a while. They even had a Kool-Aid man that they'd put a sticker over, just kind of breaking <laughs> through the glass, jokingly. <laughs> But it just felt like they had, you know, just put 
a new touch, a touch of Santa Clarita on this building that had always been there, you know, and you just kind of felt like it was ready for a whole new generation of skaters. So is it, uh, you know, normal hours now? What's the deal with the pandemic? Are they saying, okay, we've unveiled it, but we're not quite opening yet. What's the deal there? No, they're open. I don't know the exact hours, but the I, it is reopened to the public. And I know that it is, I think it's a little bit limited right now just because of everything going on. But I know that they can, people can find that on the city's website or even I'm sure the Cube has its own website by now as well. But skaters were there the, that first day of the grand opening too. They had a hockey match, even a figure skating showcase as well. And I think that everyone's able to kind of come back out and really use the facility actually to get a hold of emily kev or caleb you can check out the show notes or head over to signalscv.com email me story your guest ideas at abender at signalscv.com and connect with me on social media at aaronbender.com thanks for listening be well what makes frontier toyota so awesome they make it so easy they treat people right They're straightforward. Frontier Toyota is also the proud recipient of Toyota's President's Cabinet Award, one of only 12 dealerships in the nation to win the award. It's our customers. Because at Frontier Toyota, it's about you! Come in or buy online at FrontierToyota.com. Frontier Toyota, Creekside Road in Valencia.